Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Happy holidays, happy holidays, ladies and gentlemen. The holidays are here. Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez, guys. And what a way to start the holidays that with a present of an artist, guys. We're talking about Adam Chaffins, guys. An unbelievable, exciting, and very unique talent. Um, he has a unique voice, guys. Uh, it will remind you of Chris Cornell, Caleb Followell, the Kings of Leon. And he's just an outstanding multi-instrumentalist. He plays the bass like nobody's business, guitar. He does a little bit of everything. Uh, it's no wonder that NPR, CMT, Rolling Stone, and everyone is singing him praises. He just released his latest single, Now I Don't Know, which, spoiler alert, he's going to perform in this episode for a very exclusive and unique uh, performance of the song. And yeah, look, his, his debut album, super super popular, you know, Some Things Won't Last. It was an outstanding debut. He's been a very popular sessions musician for a long, long time. You know, he's performed with everyone from Britt Taylor to, um, you know, Buddy Miller, Dave Brainard, and a bunch of giants in the world. His name is very known in the industry, guys. So we're super excited for this genre barrier breaking star to visit us because we know we have a feeling that he's going to a lot a lot of high places so welcome adam chaffins to the j-rod concerts the podcast if you guys want to check out more about adam make sure to go to his website www.adamchaffins.com and for all you new listeners we welcome you to our show this is what we do we talk to everyone from up-and-coming superstars to rock and roll and country hall of famers like Judy Collins, Mary Wilson of the Supremes, and so on and so forth. Everyone in the world of quality music. And Adam certainly fits the bill. So without further ado, guys, Adam Chaffins on J-Rock Concerts, the podcast. Well, listen, man, listen, I'm so excited for this one, dude. What a voice you have, Adam. Oh, I mean, thanks, bro. yeah, man, listening to your debut album, Some Things Won't Last, I got to tell you, you can hear twinges of Chris Cornell, of the guy from Michaela from Kings of Leon, man, just um, unbelievable, dude. And thanks, then, uh, yeah, of course. And then you, com you combine it with your vase and listen, it's no wonder NPR, CMT, Rolling Stone Country, everyone, everyone loves you, man. So welcome to the show, dude. Cheers. Thanks. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, Adam. So, you know, you, you were bound to be touring the country this year and probably you know even Europe uh, as well obviously when you released your album and all that got cut off with with COVID-19 happened you know which is still in November just unbelievable to me you know that we right. still don't have a plan for this shit but th that's where we're at uh, so your, your album hasn't had a chance to connect with audiences live man so I wanted to ask you is it surreal to you you know that we're still how, how it still turned out for you at this point this year? Um, it is surreal. It's, it's very surreal. Um, I will say though, haven't had a career in music for a while now. Like it's, it's so unpredictable all the time. 
Yeah. Um, the music industry is always unpredictable and you can make plans, but you're always adjusting and zigging and zagging. And the industry itself is always changing. <clears throat> so as like a new artist, you're always like looking out for things to, to kind of make your music heard and, and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I think just maybe the weight of the world in general sets on you as an artist like it does anybody else. Right. Um, but it has definitely opened up some different avenues for me and allowed me to do some things that I wouldn't have done, um, especially like putting this new single out. I, that's something I hadn't thought about when my record came out was putting new music out this year. Sure. Um, but I mean, what else can you really do except, you know, create? And if you can't go play shows and that occupy your time, then you do still have an outlet to put music out to the world. Um, and yeah, that's what we've been doing. Absolutely, man. Great single, by the way. Now I don't know. We'll talk about it in a second. But I wanted to ask you, Adam, because I'm fascinated by all this stuff. Uh, when you're working, because, you know, people think being a musician is all fun and games, but like, dude, it's work. You know, it's real yeah, work, right. real hard work. The actual work of writing lyrics, because you're such a great lyricist. Um, do you like go somewhere? Do you like tell Brit, like, honey, I'm going to go to work and do you lock yourself from like nine to five? Or is it more like when the inspiration hits you? Yeah, it's kind of when it hits, you know, I'm kind of, I'm probably an unorthodox songwriter on my own accord when I just write to myself. If I'm co-writing, it's a little different. I always try to just find the strengths in other people and, you know, try to put our strengths together. Um, lyrics are always different for me. I usually hear melodies and hooks and phrases before I do words. Yeah. And sometimes I'll, I'll, Literally, I feel like most of the time words come from phrases um, and then I build the songs around that mm. um, instead of just having words and then trying to figure out melodies to it. I mean, sometimes that'll happen, I guess, but um, I feel like most of the time I'm feel I hear the melody and the words simultaneously and then everything kind of builds upon it. That's helpful. So you don't you don't have like a regimen like every day you have to like write X hours or something like that. Because the other day we had a comedian on the show and, and they said, listen, I, I, I always carry a legal pad with me and every day I write something, even if it's crap and I throw it away, I got to do it every day. Do you do something like that or no? No, I'm always playing though. I'm always, I feel like I play an instrument every day. Yeah, um, and it's go. probably in that in that regard. I mean, I guess I've been writing a lot more lately. Mm -hmm. Um, in in these times, um, you know, I'm not in motion, so there's a lot more time to kind of sit and collect your thoughts a little bit. Yeah, well, that's great, man, because because your songwriting is 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 not frivolous at all. You know, I would be no, self. I would be so self conscious, like if I wrote a song. Like I remember, you know, like you know, I, I used to have to write like poems or whatever and I used to like be like okay I'm gonna talk about my my father who I didn't have a great relationship with and I would think it was gonna be this great deep thing and it was like a piece of shit like it was like <laughs> it just didn't work man you know well, so uh, art is very subjective ain't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely brother absolutely so your debut I mean some things won't last Adam you know it came out earlier this year after you know well-established career that you had you know musician session player a writer so you already had a name for yourself in the industry in many ways. Was there like pressure uh, for this first album? I would imagine so, right? Like, you know, make sure there's no filler and you did a great job. Thanks, I really appreciate that. Um, I mean, I'm sure there was pressure, you know, I, it took about three years to get the album out after, huh. from start to finish. 
Um, it was probably, you know, a year and a half of, of creating the album and then a year and a half of getting it out the door and, you know, slowly releasing it. Yeah. And that was just, you know, me figuring out, you know, doing something under my name and, and making things happen in that regard. So, yeah, I guess um, there was maybe pressure. I, I mean, I was probably pre pressure I put on myself more than anything yeah. um, to make a record, um, especially, you know, the first one after all that time and hadn't really released anything on my own at all up until that point. So yeah, I wanted to make sure we got it right. I mean, it was a couple attempts of of making an album before that one came out, actually. Oh yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool, Adam. And of course, you grew up alongside the uh, country music highway in Eastern Kentucky, yeah. which is I gotta tell you, I mean, I mean, Ricky Skaggs come from there, Loretta Lynn, the the Judds, uh, man, that's that's royalty up there. Like, uh, can you just kind of like tell us what it was like to grow up there with all this uh, energy in around? Well, I mean. I wish I could say that there was, I mean, there was energy for sure. There's energy to, to make and do things. And there was a lot of people, but it wasn't, I mean, I'm hoping that it can, it can grow into that, but there's not like a central place for it. I mean, everyone's kind of playing music to themselves and their churches and their communities and their little things like that. Yeah. Um, and I grew, I grew up in a time before Facebook and anything like that. It's, it's right. interesting to like, I can, I'm, you know, there's before, everyone was on Facebook and Instagram, there was, you know, some mystery about what was happening back home. But now I see it every day, like the people, you know, you're friends with them and you see them online doing things. Yeah. Or the community and seeing things happen. Um, and there's a lot of energy happening there now. Um, not, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't feel it as much. I had tons of energy and I guess a lot of other people um, that, that did it that are from that region that are doing well now which are quite a few people um but the collectiveness of it didn't really congeal i don't think until the internet and um, interesting certain, certain people like stapleton and, and tyler childers kind of launching up i think brought this renaissance to the region of country music and i think it's definitely a hot spot and I've, I've been fortunate to play some shows up there recently especially even this year doing an amphitheater show with Brett up there right and um it's been great there's tons of energy now in the region um so it's it's really nice to to feel that yeah yeah why do you think adam that like you know stuff like what you're doing tyler childers and you know chris stapleton and like all this music is becoming so like popular by the day, mainstream, more and more people are getting attracted to it. It's just, why do you think it is right now? Well, I couldn't tell you, but I could tell you that this music that we're doing is real. Yeah. Um, it's real and it means something to us and we're trying to do things that mean something to someone and something else, you know? And uh, I think that's it. I think truth and honesty, uh, and just honest reality is what people want and are, are yes. looking for right now. I mean, everything has a filter on it nowadays, you know, and right. uh, it's nice to, to have music that is just real and honest and pure. And I think um, those are the kind of things that uh, growing up in Eastern Kentucky, people from Kentucky and Eastern Kentucky are, are kind of born and bred with are being real and honest and, um, and true to your people and around you and, and those things and sense of community and 
and all those types of things and family oriented and just um just being real i think is yeah. the is the truth of it i think people nowadays are just searching for something real yes i think i think you you hit the nail on the head there you know especially like stuff like this year people are reassessing what matters right you know, it's all the stuff that you that you talk about in your music adam I think people have, are having some time right now to sit and actually listen to songs too and yeah. hear them as, as far as them just being noise in the background. I mean, dance clubs sure. aren't really happening. No. Um, so no one's really into that right now. And, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's time to sit and listen and collect our thoughts and try to say something real as, as one voice as people. And I think music is a great way to get to that. I love it. So true, Adam. Gotta ask you, you know, obviously you're a, you're a bass player, a fantastic one at that. Um, you know, checked out some of your performances the past few days, really good stuff. But, you know, you played with Town Mountain, The Deadly Gentleman, you played some other stuff before. And I, what struck me about you, and I wanted to ask you, is the bass player is like the glue that holds the band together, man. It's like the grout, you know? Right. It's right, like... Yeah. It's like you have to be almost more focused than everybody because you under, you are like it. But yet you do this, but at the same time, you are like super charming. You connect with the audience, you can sing and you keep it together. So, you know, just wanted to ask you, like, how do you do it? How do you do all this on stage at the same time? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> it just kind of <laughs> happens. Um, it just kind of happens. I, I think, um, you know, for the longest time, um, I was always unsure if that was something that would would work, um, but it was just something I did and always have, have kind of just done. I mean, I play other instruments, too, and, um, you know, further away that came out, we actually I recorded and played guitar on it, the acoustic version that came out this year. And Yeah. Um, it's just I'm at the point now where it's however I can best connect a song with the people and the bass is definitely where I feel probably his most home playing an instrument. So um, that seems to be the most natural and easy way for me to kind of get a song out. Yeah. Playing yeah. the bass and singing with it. I love it. No, you're a great life, man. Super great. Um, tell, yeah. Tell us about now. I don't know. Obviously you mentioned, you know, <laughs> you did not plan this song. Yeah. Uh, so when did it come to you? What's it like in the summer? How, how, how did it happen? And actually it's a song I wrote with a brilliant songwriter named Adam Wright. Um, mm. Adam just he released some songs um, he released a record this year of his own but he's written with Brandy Clark he has a, a song yeah. with, with her that came out this year that her and Randy Newman did together nice. and um, Leanne Womack and Alan Jackson he's just he's just a great songwriter and uh, we we write together quite often and um, I remember this day I don't know why we even got together I don't even know if we were supposed to write a song that day you know we often just sit and talk and bullshit and um, we were just talking and then he just kind of looked at me and it was just like, open up the window. And we wrote it line after line. It just might like be that. the easiest song I've ever been a part of writing in my whole life. And it kind of just, it happened. And then, you know, I he just kind of went on and that song happened, I guess we wrote it probably last year. And, uh, you know, and we were like looking, I was looking at songs to record this year, just scrolling through my phone and I was like, oh yeah, and, and I played that and let some other people hear it and we're like, oh wow, like, yeah, I think you should try and record this. And um, we did and I just really love how it all came together. It was 
super magical. And honestly, writing the song happened fast and recording it happened fast and releasing it happened fast. And I think when all those energies are happening, yeah. um, especially now, right? Yeah, especially now as an independent artist, I don't have to wait on someone to tell me what to do. I can just do it. And yeah. uh, that's what it did. And it feels great, honestly. Oh, that's amazing. It's a great song, man. When is the official release? Um, uh, the 13th, 11th, Okay, so it'll be out by the time we air this. So people can yeah, go cool. stream it right now. Awesome, man. Yeah. Great, dude. Sure. You want to you perform it for us? Yeah, I, I will. I mean, you talk so much about the bass playing. Um, my guitar playing is certainly secondary, but it's... I, no, I'm sorry. I, listen. No, you're good. I, I could talk to you for days, man. There's so much to talk about with you. You have a hell of a career, you know. Uh, cheers, but, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm going to play it on the guitar because um, I've found with cell phone speakers, um, the bass is always, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. So just cool. to hear the whole thing out. Um, and this is actually the first time I've played this for anybody else outside of recording it. So uh, bear exclusive. with me. This an is exclusive an exclusive right debut right here in my, my office at my house. Love it. <laughs> Open up the window, listen to the train. The same old clouds, they bring the same old rain. I thought I hit the bottom, then I found a new book. Oh, I used to think you loved me, now I don't know. Had a half a bottle, now it's just about gone. If I had a half a mile, I'd left you alone. I guess I'm gonna see nowhere else to go. Oh, I used to think you loved me, now I don't go. I used to think the heavens looking in your eyes. Now I'm staring at the devil wearing a disguise. If you're trying to kill me, hey, why are you doing it slow? Oh, I used to think you loved me. Now I don't know. Oh, I used to think you loved 
Such a great song. Hey, Such man, a good song. You. you know, you know <laughs> what? I, was, I, had a little, uh, I had a little cough in my throat. You though. had a little frog in your throat. No, it, no one noticed, man. Dude, I, I visualize that song in the Ryman in like 2022. Everyone on their cool, everyone on their feet just shouting the, the the chorus at you, man. Now I don't. I just see the whole thing. Oh, that's cheers, where, that's where this is going, man. Well, there's so much talent. I'd like to see that too. <laughs> Listen, so it's gonna happen, dude. There's so much talent in your in, in your in your little pocket of the world, man. There, that little household. Oh man, yeah, uh, man, yeah. unbelievable, I'm, dude. I'm a fortunate fellow, that's for sure. Unbelievable, brother. Well, listen, Adam, it's been a treat, man. It's been a treat connecting. Um, I think that uh, you're there's so much talent. You know, you you have the whole package, man. It's can't wait to see what you how you take over the world, first Nashville oh, in the world. Man, man it's very kind to you. It's really nice to meet you and, and so nice to be on your show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Thanks for coming. Thanks for reaching out and uh, good luck with the single and the rest of the year, Adam. Awesome, man. Thank you. You too. All Cheers, right, brother. Have take a good care. one, man. Thank you. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.